Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and co-host Deirdre Serego, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment, and man, did we have a great show for you today. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-star, Mr. Ron Russell. Good morning. Uh, what is it, afternoon? Wake up, Ron. I have such a cold. <laughs> You're going to have to bear with me if I sneeze in my rough voice and I'm stuffy. You sound sexy. I don't know. I sound like I'm sick. <laughs> But anyway, it's you. Everything is sexy. I have RuPaul sitting on my lap. You remember her, him, because all the tranny stuff we're doing now, you know, out in the media because of Bruce Jenner. Uh, Bruce Jenner. What's his name? Bruce Jenner. I said Bruce Jenner like everybody the joke. (laughs) Anyway, you know, RuPaul, she likes to play with the microphone, you see. Cindy says you sound like Brenda Vaccaro. I know Brenda. I work with Brenda. Are you serious? I work with Brenda for 14 weeks. Everybody's saying get better soon. Hold on. Let's keep going, though. First of all, let's introduce the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Ron. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I got a cold, that too. My- That's hilarious. We want to say, oh, hi, every Firestein. They're laughing. Okay, so I also want to, like, give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. The chat room is full. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We've got Daddy Muir from the Daddy Muir Show on W4CY. That's, um... Thursdays at 2, um, we have Douglas Coleman from the Douglas Coleman Show, and that is uh, Tuesdays at 3, and we also have just a lot of great people, so we've got Chinzia, the fabulous Lady Lake Cindy, and Lady Lake Jen, I don't know who Angela is, Chad's in there, Tristan from Australia, Dave, probably from Stars Now UK, I'm sure Ginger Ivers is in there, uh, Elena, anybody, everybody in the chat room, thank you so much for being there, we got a great show, we have Lady Lake Music recording... Artist David Martinez and actor Jeremy Dozier coming on. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. In the meantime, I'm going to turn the microphone over to my cool, outrageous, sick co-host man, Mr. Ron Russell. <laughs> well, here we go. You know, um, everybody is buzzing and buzzing and buzzing about Bruce Jenner. And yes, everybody's happy that he's 
got the, should I say, the balls? Well, he, oh. he still has the balls to go out and tell people that what he is and what he wants to be and how he feels, uh, which brings me to next week's show. We won't have one. I think we're on rerun. Yeah, we're going to do a repeat, which we're I didn't tell repeat, anybody that yet. <laughs> simply because I was invited to Liz Lauren, the famous illusionist, who is uh, Janae Montague King, the fabulous uh, creator of um, cosmetics as well as... Uh, I don't know, what would you call them? Medicines or shit to make your face young? I mean, it's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> shit to make your face look young. I mean, he DMK went, Cosmetics, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I use his stuff. It's fabulous. The guy's 72 years old. He looks 12. I mean, his stuff really works. It goes in, it puffs up, it makes you look young. Whatever it is, it works. Go to DMK Cosmetics and look it up, and you might want to uh, get some and, and try it and then let me know how, how well it works. Uh, Danae has been my friend for many years and I love and adore him. He's one of my closest friends and he's invited me to his wedding because he's getting married to Drew Astor and they're getting married at their home, which is called Ari Hall. And it's a mansion on top of a mountain in uh, Hacienda Heights with a valley view that's breathtaking. And they're doing the wedding in the garden around the pool in the gazebo. And it's a three plateau uh, mountainside home. So there's steps that we all have to walk up. And uh, Danae, who is Liz Lauren, said, uh, and you have to lift my train over a bush. So, you know, of course, you know me, I, I had to play with that one. And I said, well, then that wouldn't be nice. He said, what do you mean it wouldn't be nice? I said, well, if I lift the train over your bush, people are going to see and, and think it's vulgar. So, of course, he said, <laughs> Jane, I didn't mean that bush. I meant the bush around the gardens. So anyway, that's what's going to be. But the reason I'm going also is because Stuart Milk of the Harvey Milk Foundation. And of course, those of you who don't know who Harvey Milk was, he was the mayor of San Francisco who was brutally murdered by a crazy homophobe. And his son, Stuart Milk, has this wonderful, wonderful foundation that Jimmy and I are getting very involved in. And the proceeds from uh, Liz Lauren's wedding, instead of giving gifts, whatever monies you would give, she has asked to give to the Stuart Milk Foundation. Harvey Milk Foundation. Ha well, it's Harvey Milk. I don't know if it's Harvey and Stuart. I'm not that clear. It's the Harvey on. Milk Foundation and Stuart Milk is and the Stuart, president. And Stuart Milk is not his son. I'm sorry. It's his brother? I don't know. Oh, I don't even know who Stuart Milk is. I haven't. I mean, I know all about the foundation, but it's West Coast, and I do all the East Coast foundations. So when I get out there, I'll find out all about it. And, of course, I will tell everyone the third week, the, 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 not this next Wednesday, the following Wednesday, We'll talk all about it. Um, years ago, many years ago, when AIDS started to kill so many of the friends that I loved and adored, I made a vow, and I made that vow publicly. And I said, Ron Russell will never say no to any benefit that helps people. And I've never reneged on my word, and I won't now. The thing I don't really care much about is I have to be in drag. Excuse me, I have to cough now. <clears throat> I'll do that periodically. Um, I am the matron of honor. Now, when I portrayed Jane Russell, I was always sexy with boobs and slit in my gown and, you know, really a sexy tomato. And Liz said, could you not look like so much of a, of a showgirl, more like a demure person? So we had this wonderful dress made, very 1945 looking, with flowers in the front. Uh, it's really funny. 
pictures will go up. You will see them. But after that, there's a magazine layout coming. Many magazines are doing photo shoots, and they've asked me to model also in the photo shoots. And for that, I've got an outrageous costume that you won't believe. Wait till you guys see the pictures. You're going to love the, it. The costume is magnificent. The gown is breathtaking. The hair, the whole illusion of what I'm portraying is really going to be phenomenal. So we're hoping we have about 200 people coming. Uh, I believe Maria Shriver was invited as well, who was a good friend of Stuart Milk's, and a lot of notable people. Tippy Hedren, my old buddy, may be there. Uh, a lot of people that uh, Danae and I share as friends, mostly Beverly Hills uh, Society women, you know, like the woman that owns the uh, Four Seasons Hotel there, Beverly Cohen, uh, just so many of those really ritzy, titsy, old broads that we're going to look like because he's 72 and you know, I'm 12. <laughs> So it's going to be a fun event. I, anyway, look, I looked it up too. Just so what you is know. it? Yeah, tell me what it's about. So Stuart Stuart Milk is the LGBT LGBT human rights activist and political speaker, and he is the nephew of civil rights leader Harvey Milk. You have to talk. So, to him, I, he can, uh, he told me to stay away. So, uh, he, oh, I'm fine. So yeah. Good. Okay. So he's the nephew of Harvey Milk, um, so and it's the Harvey Milk Foundation, right. and it's going to be a blast, and it's going to also be really helping people in the LGBTQ community. Right. Well, the thing I like about it is so many teenage. Uh, young boys and girls they look in the mirror and a boy sees a woman and a girl sees a man and they don't get it they really think that they are the opposite gender and they're confused they're confused in their sexuality they're confused in their who they are it's got to be hell I mean, just think now, you look in the mirror and you see George Washington, okay, or Abraham Lincoln, or if, you look at, if you're a six-foot-four muscle-bound man and you look in the mirror and you see Marilyn Monroe, I mean, how do you deal with that? You see one thing and you are another. They kill themselves. They commit suicide. It's a great foundation. So many young boys and girls, 14, 15, 16, are committing suicide because nobody understands them. Society won't accept them. They are freaks of nature, so they think, but they're not. I know many of these young kids, and I will meet more at the wedding. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's really, you know, it's a beautiful thing that Lauren Denae Montague King is doing for other people. But, you know, if you know Denae, he's the most kind-hearted, generous person you ever want to meet. I mean, he's helped so many people, gay friends of his that were down and out broke as a bat and he always came to their aid and gave them money and said and you don't have to pay me back i mean he's really a terrific guy doing a terrific thing so if anybody out there feels they want to get involved with this and they want to send some money or do a benefit for them uh contact Danae montague king uh he's on facebook i don't know the rest of his twitter crap and all that jazz but I'll have more of that for you. We'll in, get all the information when we're out right, there and bring right. it back. Anyway, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be in the media. It'll be all over the place, so you'll get to see plenty of pictures. There you go. Now, you know, I'm not feeling well. I have this dreadful cold. I'm exhausted. We've been traveling. We've been doing the, the, the one magical weekend. Then we came back to two other events, and I said to Jimmy, I can't. Sunday, we were supposed to go to uh, Center City, Philadelphia, to the Gay Pride Parade. And I said kind of a yes, and then I said, no, I really can't do it. And Jimmy said, let's not. We do so many parades, one won't kill us to miss. So I said, let's take the dogs, because we have a lake right down the road from where we live. I said, and let's go to the lake and get a, a sailboat and take the dogs and go out for the day and just relax. Well, we got there with the dogs, and they said, 
dogs are not allowed on the sailboats and they wouldn't <laughs> rent it to us. So, you know, I got very upset. I said, stupid, like what? The dogs don't know how to swim? He said, no, but they may, this, especially your dog is so big, may, you know, injure or topple over the sailboat. So I thought, screw you. And as we walked away, I said, Jimmy, we have to buy our own sailboat because they have a boat launch there. And then we don't have to depend on these dummies that dogs are going to knock over the boat. Where the hell do they come from, these people? <laughs> Pensatuckians, they call them. I don't know. They, they don't have any teeth. They have like five teeth missing. They're 700 pounds, and they dress like Okefenokee swamp people. And, and anyway, enough of them. So the phone rings. And who is it but these people that we know that had invited us? What happened? You have like three minutes till the guest calls. Fast. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, they invited us, and they said, Fran Drescher is going to be at the Philadelphia Center City Gay Pride Parade. Well, I started screaming. I love Fran Drescher. And if anybody out there has been following me for years, you know I'm dying to get... Anybody knows Fran Drescher? Like, we need Fran Drescher on the show. From the nanny. You know, I mean, I've been trying to... I I asked Lainey Kazan for her number, and Lainey said, you have it, call her. I don't have it, Lainey. Anyway, Lainey Kazan, who played Aunt Frida on the show, was on our show. Renee Taylor, who played her mother, was on our show. We haven't had her... Wait, Mark Jacob, uh, Jacobson. Mark Jacobson, Fran's ex-husband, we've had him on the show. We've had everybody on the show except Fran Drescher from The Nanny. And I want to do a reunion. I want to invite Lainey, Renee, and Fran on the show. It should be a riot. Those three crazy dames talking about The Nanny, which is a show that we all still watch and rerun and love. Well, P.S., we get there. We 600,000 people were expected. Yes, they were. The parade, you couldn't get anywhere near it. You couldn't move. You couldn't walk. We couldn't even get to where we were supposed to go to meet these guys to see Fran Drescher and meet her. So I just fell into exhaustion. I said, screw it. Screw her. I'll see her in California. And we didn't work it out well. We didn't. We found out at the last second. If we would have planned that ahead, we would have just called like a week ahead of time and said, hey, who we are. And they would have let us in. I mean, you know, we have we have have media. We're gone all the time. And so we didn't know. (laughs) I mean, we have we have media passes. Whenever we go to events, we have media pass, which gives us, you know, we're, we're reporters, media. So we go anywhere. We can go in and out of every place there is and get to see Fran Drescher. But she lives in California, in in in, um, in Malibu, in, in uh, what the hell is it called? The private area there, where I have a couple of friends. So I figure I'll go into the colony. It's the colony at Malibu. Uh, if I could get through the gate and go down to the beach, I'll find her door, and I'll knock on her door, and I don't give a crap, and I'll say, "Now listen to me. You're from Flushing. I'm from two blocks away, Astoria. Okay? You speak like I speak." You're not a phony or a show-off because you married a billionaire. She married the man that invented Facebook or something? No, not Facebook. What did he invent? I don't know. Google or something. Google. This guy is a billionaire, <laughs> and she's not a snob. She, she's got more money than God. I mean, she's incredible, and she didn't forget her gay friends in Philadelphia. It was great. She's from Flushing, New York. Anyway, that's the update up until now. So I guess we have a guest coming on yeah, soon. Yeah, we're going to have a guest coming on in a minute. and So I have a minute more to talk. Uh, you can hard. say hi to everybody in the chat room. Well, yeah, I always say hi to everybody in the chat room. See, and RuPaul said hi. And look at her. She's nasty. Look what she likes to do with the mic. I said, Ru, why do you do that with the mic? She said, I need to keep in practice. <laughs> Those of you who are not, For those of you who can't see it, you're better off. Tough, <laughs> tough luck, or 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 as or, or as they said in Gypsy, tough titty. 
There you go. So, so we'll do a couple ads now to get him out of the way. Yes. How's that? First yes. of all, everybody, we had a blast at One Magical Weekend, and please like the Facebook page. It's uh, facebook.com slash let's go play, or just put One Magical Weekend in there. Like and see all the pictures that are there. There's going to be some new videos coming soon. Follow us on Twitter, and they're already taking reservations for next year at onemagicalweekend.com. That's going to be really cool. In a minute, David Martinez is going to be calling in, and we also want to let everybody know if you are in the Philadelphia area tomorrow night... We are going to be at Chickie and Pete's. It's 11,000 Roosevelt Boulevard in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The phone number is 215-856-9890. And the reason that we're going to be there is to go see Sharon Leah and the Sharon Leah Band. So Ron and I are going to be there. Sharon's fabulous. She was on the show a couple weeks ago. We can't wait to go and actually meet her in person since we only saw her on Skype. It's going to be a lot of fun, and so please, anybody in the Philadelphia area, come on out to Chickie and Pete's. She's playing at 8 o'clock, so you got to be there before 8. So come and meet and greet with Jimmy and myself. And she's a gorgeous girl, this Sharon Leah. But you know what? Her voice is so fabulous. It belongs on Broadway. I keep telling Jimmy that. I don't think the songs that she does now merit her wonderful voice. I mean, they're good songs, and her voice is good. But, boy, I'd love to hear her in a Broadway musical. She's got no... She hits those Cs like nobody can. There you go. Like she's Bernadette fabulous. Peters. I mean, she's a fabulous... Tomorrow we're going to get to hear all different kinds of music from her. Yeah, and you know, usually people sing through all kinds of equipment, you know, that make them sound good. Like Barbara Streisand now. Poor bitch. She can't sing anymore. Well, she's 70... <laughs> She's 74 years old. You know, the vocals, I can't sing like I did. The vocals go when you're in your 70s. They get weird. You start to sound like an old lady. Hello, hello. You know, that's so anyway, when Barbara sings, they put her through channels of this and channels of that. And they have digital stuff now that if you make an incorrect note, it automatically corrects the note. So anybody can sing today if you're in a multi-million dollar studio. But this girl is natural. She's young. She's clean. Her voice is brilliant. She's brilliant. And we don't get anything out of plugging her. Believe me, you know, she's not on Jimmy's label, nothing. We just like her, and she's a nice girl, and we want to give her a good push. She's fabulous. You know, she's a Lady Lake artist, and all the Lady Lake artists <laughs> we're having on the show, and we're all big right. supporters of each other. I met Bernadette Peters 100 years ago. Her father was Lazaro Italian bread from Nassau County. I forgot, Mineola. And we used to get Lazaro Italian bread. It was one of the best Italian breads. And I met her in a sewing uh, machine store, you know, fabrics and stuff. And she was there with her sister. And I guess her sister was a chaperone because it's a very strict Italian father. And his name is Peter. And that's where she got the name Bernadette Peters from. Well, years later, I met her again when she was doing a, a Dames at Sea, and we chatted a lot. And then I've met her several times. And one time she told me a story you might like. She was on the Carol Burnett show singing What'll I Do? And she was singing it to her dad because her dad wasn't speaking to her because she moved away and was living with uh, Steve Martin. And the strict Italian men didn't approve of that. So she was crying and she was singing the song and I was totally moved. And the lyric is, what will I do when you are far away? Uh, and, and I only have a photograph. You know, it's a sad, beautiful song. Anyway, Bernadette Peters is a great talent and a sweetheart of a girl. And she's down to earth and she's so Italian in her, in her upbringing and in her ways. I like her a lot. Did she ever get married, I wonder? I haven't seen her in like a thousand years. I actually don't know. I think she did get married. I hope she did because she was a good, she's a marrying kind. She's like the type to stay home and bake bread and pizza. You know, she's not showgirl. She was never like Hollywood, drugs and booze and wild parties. She's always a, a very nice Italian homespun girl. I hope everybody out there knows who Bernadette Peters is or I'm killing myself. 
one of Broadway's greatest singing stars. Did we do it? Um, hang on one sec. Um, Chad. Did our guest disappear? Hi, no, Captain. They're having really bad storms in Texas, and that's where he located. Oh. So, Chad. Hi, Captain. Um, I have to see what this thing says. I see that he's called in. Is he actually there? It says they may need to update. I'm right here. Might need Hello? to update Skype is what it says. Hold on, talk for a minute. All right, just, just just do do like Dorothy did. Click your heels three times, and you'll be back home. If a tornado comes, there's no place like home. Yeah, do it that. There's and click your heels three times and say, "There's no place like home." There's no place like home. And if you don't go home, what can I tell you? <laughs> We're not gonna be able to do a video. So You're gonna have to get blown this. away in the tornado hurricane. Hey, David, what are you calling on? I'm call uh, right now. I'm calling on my phone. My internet keeps going in and out, so it's oh. we're, getting, we're getting we're getting hit by a tail end of a uh, tropical storm out here in Texas. Wow! Perfect perfect timing at at the time I'm supposed to be on. London, <laughs> Texas. Okay, let's just go. Let's just go with it. Let's just go with this and not worry about it then. And uh, we can do a video one another time. That way we don't like waste all the time and we can get it all going. Oh, so everybody. All right, everybody, so welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Lady Lake music recording artist, Mr. David Martinez, calling from the storms in Texas. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. How's it going? It's going fantastic. I know you've never been on the show. Let me introduce you around, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, I'm sorry you're in a... a how do you have a tropical storm in the desert? <laughs> tropical storms are on the East Coast. You know, Florida hurricane. Where you are, it's probably tornado or a a, a desert storm. They don't have well, deserts in Texas, do they? Of course they do. Texas. No, no. Well, we we. I live off the beach coast. I mean, if you think about it, you, you talk down about south. Then it's a tropical storm. Yeah, it's a tropical. So I live off the Gulf of Mexico. So it's oh. not like no, we're, we're not de we're not desert out here at all. Where are you exactly? Corpus, Corpus. Christi. Oh, Corpus. I've been to Corpus Christi. I drove that whole coast. I had friends of mine that were on the Mexico-United uh, uh, States border and the town. I can't remember the name of it. There's this picture there so you can see. Uh-huh. We got a picture of you on, uh, so people see what you look like posted up on the ITV on the beach I'll with try. your guitar. And, um, and let me also introduce you so you know, Ron, we got the man behind the boards. That's Chad Murphy. David Martinez, Chad. welcome to the show. Thank you, Chad. And we got a chat room full of people, lots of David Martinez fans. So how about give a shout out to, to the chat room and give a special shout out to Lady Lake Cindy and Lady Lake Jen. Hey, hey guys, what's going on? Thank you for listening. Hey, Cindy, Jen. There I'm you sorry. go. I'm, I'm sorry. Bill's the one who's attacking us right now. So <laughs> <laughs> that's least... what it's called, Tropical Storm Bill. Well, you're coming in clear. If we suddenly hear your voice sound like this, hello. <laughs> Let me know that you're now in New Orleans. With like Dorothy otherwise, that and you, you got carried to the Wizard of Oz. That you blew in New Orleans, because you're not far from New Orleans. No, no, about 10 hours. <laughs> oh, you're not 10 hours. You're 10 hours through Texas. When I, when I lived in Florida, I used to drive to California a lot, and I took 10, Route 10. And it was from, from uh, Boca Raton to New Orleans was 10 hours. Oh, no, wait a minute. Texas is 12 hours long. Yeah. Yes, it takes... Imagine 10 hours of torture. Going through <laughs> Texas is torture because I went through the panhandle. Did you ever drive the panhandle of Texas? No, I never have, but I've driven don't. through Texas. Uh, trust don't, me. I, don't. It's not, it's not a happy experience. Actually, he tours all over Texas, so he's probably pretty used to most of it. Well, where are you from? Because he's a musician. Yeah, well, I play around. The places I usually play is either Houston, Dallas, 
San Antonio and mostly Austin. I have a show in Austin Friday night, so. I love San Antonio. Don't you love San Antonio? Yeah, it's a cool place. My one of my best friend lives out there, so it's uh, one of the most beautiful. I think it's the prettiest place in Texas. Tell you the truth, I love it. It's hilarious. It's beautiful. Now Martinez, you're Hispanic. You're Mexican. Yeah, Hispanic. Yeah, Mexican. Right. Mexican so we're, descent. Mexican descent. Yeah, I know. Mean, well, I'm Italian descent, but we still are proud of it. Come on. Okay, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, say, I always tell people I'm Italian. You know, I'm really listen. I'm Italian, born in America, but I'm really an Italian. My body, my blood, my flesh, my face is Italian looking. Don't look American. I, I did. Tell. I'm an Indian. <laughs> right? I'd be an Indian if I looked American. So where were you pit people from in Mexico? I, you know, honestly, I, I think. If if I had to really guess, because I've never really talked to my mom about it, she, That's I know on my, I know on my grandfather's side there was a lot of Spanish European blood, but uh, I'm thinking like Matamoros area or somewhere around there when they. So you, you not, didn't come from you didn't come from the beach areas. No, no, we uh we came from uh we came from down a little past the border, but that that was over that was over a hundred years ago when I I think the last time somebody from my family came. Across oh. the border, so. so now you're so American, you're Irish. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, in your music, do you ever incorporate any wonderful uh, Spanish guitar stuff? You know, sometimes I do. You know, you know what's crazy about the question Love you just asked is like, I'll play La Bamba sometimes because I grew up on that movie, and that's one of the movies that I learned how to play music. I used to play my guitar to it, and it's funny. It's like I could, I could be somewhere like in. Of course, here in Texas, but I could be like in Massachusetts or somewhere in California or in Seattle, and I'll play La Bamba, and people go nuts. When I was 17 years old, I hung out in the bar in Woodside, Queens, called Gill Days, and they had a band there. And we'd all sit around and gab with the girls and stuff, but the minute they played, up I ran, danced, flipped around like a crazy man. You cannot keep still with La Bamba. No, no. I I give anybody fifty bucks if they could sit there and and just look like they're bored. And it's a like, great movie. Oh, I don't care about the movie. <laughs> but I, I care about. The, no, but really, what is it about La Bamba that is so exciting and so electric? Well, I think I think it's the groove. You know, it's kind of it's kind of got that moving groove, kind of kind of like an Elvis song, but in Spanish. You know, like who like, Elvis? Yeah, like if you, you know like, you know how you always wanted Elvis, to dance. Elvis, Elvis couldn't move me if if he put a bullet up. Ryan wasn't a big El- Elvis fan. I hated fan. him. I hated him. <laughs> He likes Rich Balance, but we were, we, Elvis. No, we, we were jealous of Elvis because we were at the same time. But Elvis used two pounds of makeup because he had a crater face skin. He had eyeliner on, eyelashes, eyebrow pencil, jet black dyed hair, and they photoshopped him. And the girls would go, oh, he's so gorgeous. I'd say, yes, him in the morning washed. And, and he looks like his father. I mean, you know, we used to hate him. All my friends, we, we were tough guys. You know, we came from, from a tough neighborhood, and we hated Elvis Presley. So you was know? he like the boy band back in the days, would, like what you would say with Justin Bieber is now? Justin Bieber would be dead in my day. <laughs> Kill him. No, but he's saying, like, what was the famous? He's, he's Who a- was famous in my day? Oh. No, well, no, 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 no. Like, would, would you consider Elvis like a Justin Bieber? Like in Elvis's days. No, no, no. Elvis was not a no, nobody. Nothing is like a Justin Bieber. That's a, <laughs> that, that, that's a thing of its own. No, that's something in its own place. I mean, he, I don't like to knock the kid. He made a fortune of money being a schmuck. But you know, Justin Bieber doesn't go anywhere in my world. Uh, who is the big shots in my? He likes band? Johnny Mathis. Well, that was if you were doing classical hey. music, but rock and roll. 
I mean, come on. It was the Supremes. Forget about oh. it. It was, uh, uh, it was uh, what, Mary, uh, what the hell was her name? Uh, my my best love of my life. I forgot the lady that died. I forgot her name. Mary, Mary Wells was the big thing in my day. Nothing in the world could ever take the place of my guy. My guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Well, you know, me and Cindy do have extensive conversations about the Motown days and about, oh, you know. Motown was my day. Yeah. That, that, I love that. I, I mean, I watched, oh, people, I watched Temptations Mina series like four times. <laughs> Hold I, on, hold on. Let's go. Let, let, let's, because first of all, like I want to, like. Uh, no, I just want to finish my point. Okay. I would play Motown on my portable, you know, radio as I walked to the park with my girlfriend, and all the old guineas out on the lawn chairs would go, "What are you listening to those black people for?" And I said, "Because they're better than listening to you, old fucking guineas." And, <laughs> and I got such a bad reputation in my neighborhood as being a dirty mouth and a nasty guy, but I didn't give a shit. I was one of the first people to support black music and black people. I've got. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Everybody wants to know in the chat room what is on Ron's microphone, and that is RuPaul, and she is masturbating the stand, in case you're, like, wondering. (laughs) So for all of you all looking, and if you aren't watching us on ITV, then you don't get to see it, so you can just imagine it. Anyway, I just want to make one point. Wendy Moten, remember the name, Wendy Moten, probably one of the greatest singers of our day. Do you know Wendy Moten? No, I don't, but you know what? I, I guarantee you I'll look her up. Look her up and play with her. She's all over the country. Her voice does everything. She does country. She does pop. She does rock. She does uh She had two, and- two like platinum hits in the 90s or whatever, and now she's like touring with Michael McDonald or Everybody. somebody, but she's, she's phenomenal. She's big cheese, and I love her to pieces, and she's absolutely the best, best uh, singer out there now. Get to know her and get her in your show. And let her do a couple of pieces. She's fabulous. And we don't even handle her. We're not making a nickel on it, so we're not pushing. <laughs> no, we just like her. We just love her. No, I love her talent. So and, hold on. Let's go back, though, to David, though, because like, I want to like tie, tie, tie David, it all back we're together. We're going to talk to him for a long time because we have a lot of time. Um, we don't have a lot of time. Well, we're going to make a lot of time because I like David. Okay. You, I like David, too. So first of all, everybody Thank you. is a fabulous musician. And like, I have two songs, David. Um, I have Where Could I Go and What You Need. Which one should we be playing? Like, which one represents you that you want everybody to hear? At least first. We might not have time to play two full songs, but we'll we'll play a clip of the other one. But which one do you want to hear in its entirety? Well, I think we should do What You Need because that one has a groove to it. You know, Chad, you you, you might want to get up and dance. When I heard the beginning of that, I said, oh, my God, that's different. That's different. Okay, so um, so uh, how about this, Chad? You got what you need ready? I got it, Captain. All right, so how about David? Because I want everybody to hear what you sound like, and then we can come back and talk to you about music and everything that you're doing. But that way they have a sense, if they've never heard you before, of what you actually sound like. Um, So we're going to play it. You introduce it for us, and then you hang on to the phone. We'll play the song as soon as it's over. We'll be back to talk with you. You're listening to What You Need on Jimmy Starr. Going. You think about 
Martinez, David, love it. It's very, very catchy, and everybody in the chat room is actually like posting up links and stuff to buy it. But why don't you tell everybody where do we get your music? Well, you can find everything on CD Baby if you want physical copies, and if you want uh, and digital downloads, you can also go to iTunes and uh, Amazon. Uh, you could stream it on outlets like Spotify, Beats Music, Rhapsody, and so on. It's it, it's everywhere. So I mean, you can find my music at any any one of those outlets mainly and if you want a physical copy like i said cd baby so what and what album because i know you have two albums so what album is what you need come from that's on my debut record that i uh recorded about seven years ago so um david martinez right yes it's just self-titled i got all this information so we got david martinez is the first album one more time is the second album am i right yes that's correct God, I am the shit. I got it all down. <laughs> I say you are. You definitely it's are. It's good dance music, good voice, good song. And, and you know, my RuPaul doll, did you see her dancing? No, he can't see because he oh, doesn't have see. internet. <laughs> we, have, we have a RuPaul doll. Oh. It's made to order. It's magnificent. And it, she's a platinum blonde. Of course, it's RuPaul and drag. But if you look at her, and I tell her not to open her legs too much, she has on little lace panties with a penis in it. See, everybody, her penis, she doesn't mind. She's in lace panties. I'm showing the camera. <laughs> so, you know, I tell her, keep your skirt down, but it's such a short mini skirt. You know, we're doing a transgender show today, so I thought I'd bring on the RuPaul doll. <laughs> and everybody could look at her penis before we have it cut off. Uh, no, we're not cutting it off. No, she, she wants, wants to it. keep She's, hers. No, she said she wants to be a chick with a dick. <laughs> <laughs> For David Martinez, like he's like, David oh my Martinez, god! I bet you never expected this on the Jimmy Star show. Oh, you know did we get you, baby? No, I've listened to the show a couple of times, especially oh, so you know when we had Cindy on. So I, you know, I'm nuts. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I like the guests, and I like you. You're a nice guy. You're, you're sociable. You know how to talk on camera. Some of our guests, I want to shoot them. <laughs> all they do is they say, my name is Mary Dugan, and I'm on WXYZ, and then tomorrow you can see me on FMO2, and listen to me on WO4, and my Twitter is twat twitter twitter twat 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 they do. And, you, you know, that's not what people want to hear. Don't come on to just tell us where you are and where we can find you. Let us know a little bit about you. So that's why, like, I asked personal questions. You got a girlfriend? 
Most days, it just depends. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said. You should have said most nights. <laughs> most nights. There you go. Either most or. Nights. Well, a good-looking guy like you on stage, dressed like a cowboy, is every woman in fags, you know, uh, fantasy. So I bet you get a lot of jockey shorts and panties thrown on the stage. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You're not. You're not far off, man. It, it... I think so. I mean, I know a couple of gay guys that would kill for you. So you know, if every <laughs> Funny, let me know. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. <laughs> oh, you could believe it. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. So, no, he's a cool guy. You're very cool. No, he's like a cool you. guy. You're cool. You guys too. Like you can check out more about him by going to davidmartinezmusic.com. Uh, I want to give you some props for everybody who, uh, who who's never who's tuning in now for the first time. If you've never heard of David Martinez, first of all, shame on you. You should have heard about him. And if and you, you will now. Um, and now you will. He's uh for all you guys who who are into Reverb Nation and, and musicians and finding out who the hottest things are. David Martinez for all alternative music on Reverb Nation. He's number one in Corpus Christi, Texas. He's number eight in the United States and he's number fourteen in the world. So we're talking about he's big shit. He's king and, shit. and his music is country, but it's not that sappy, syrupy. It's not really country though. It, it has a country beat not, to me. It's alternative rock. The hell is alternative rock? <laughs> now he's throwing some. That's that's what the kids like, call it these days. The country music made nice. Now, that, Ron like, has a little bit of problems every once in a while with the music now categories. Wait a, minute, wait a second. Let's go back to that song. That song is not jazz. It's not pop. It's not R and B. It's rock. That's rock. Yeah. Not in David. Mind. You consider I know, but see, that's because you consider the Supremes rock. No, I don't. They you were did like, too. You said rock and roll earlier, just a minute ago. You said. Well, the Supremes came under the label of rock and roll. Okay, but like in our day, in our generation, they wouldn't be considered. <laughs> they would be considered. R&B. Dave, what do you call your music? Well, I mean, I, I, I basically just go down to rock and roll. That's basically what it comes oh, down to. Because I, I would never. No, see, if I was looking for your album and I went to the rock and roll section. No, I wouldn't go to the rock and roll section. I mean, rock and roll to me is like Earth Angel. Doo, doo, That's doo, not doo. rock and roll. That's like What is that? That's not. That would be pop now. Rock Earth Angel is pop. Oh, now it would it be was considered the, pop. It was the birth song of rock and roll. It was birthed rock and If it wasn't for Earth Angel, rock and roll would never be. I know, and now they would consider that pop. Rock and roll in the early 50s was only on black radio stations. White people did not touch it. If you sang black music in my day, they'd hang you from the nearest tree. I know, but they don't call that rock and roll anymore. All of so it has changed. the black people said, I'm a rock, I'm a roll, you baby. And that's when rock and roll came about. And all of us kids fell in love with it. We loved it. I mean, the Ink Spots started it in the 40s in my sister's era. It was the Ink Spots. If I Actually, Sydney says you. funk, which it is kind of like funk rock, too. That last song was. But we're going to play another song. Yeah, that I, way I wanna, I'm going to analyze the okay, next Okay, we're going to play the next song then so everybody can hear it. And this song is called Where Could I Go? This one's a little bit mellower, I think, if I remember yeah, correctly. Um, so tell us a little bit about this song. Uh, I just wrote it. I wrote it a few years back. And I uh, when I did the record, I was like, I was actually having a conversation with a a friend of mine and she was telling me how heartbroken she was so i just ended up writing that song because i was like in a melancholy mood after it but well, why'd you but, break so this heart? one's for the ladies then this <laughs> one's for- why did you break a heart you dog <laughs> you broke a woman's heart and then wrote a song I'm, I'm about trying it to, I'm trying to, i keep the names uh confidential for in uh for um privacy there you go. Well, now listen. When she was crying on your shoulder, you should have been caressing her and kissing <laughs> her and licking her neck and putting your tongue in her ear and telling her everything will be okay, honey. Who's to say that didn't happen? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, know why you 
could stay on our show all day. I love you. You come back. See, finally, Jimmy, we got somebody with a brain. So this one is, comes back. This one is it. called. First of all, everybody, this Real one. Quick. This one's for the ladies and the gay guys, and everyone who likes like cute guys with long hair. And uh, <laughs> and and I'm just reading the chat room. So. Uh. <laughs> and you know what? All my gay friends say they love going out with Mexican men because they're all tops. Very rarely are they bought. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> Why? What's the bad thing about that? A couple of my gay friends say Mexican guys are tops. Okay, well, either way. <laughs> They're not like screaming Kai Kai queens like these these Americans. <laughs> they look like football players. Let's they get in him. bed and they throw their legs in the So air. how about this? Chad, you got the song ready? Yes. This is David Martinez. You're listening to Where Could I Go on the Jimmy Star Show.
Yeah, everybody, that is Where Could I Go by David Martinez. You can get it on all the different places. And, and your voice sounds like somebody, and I can't think of who it is. Like when you do the the chorus part, when you do the, the verses part of it, I don't know. It's like the I – can't, I can't place it. It's like the Smithereens or somebody. Like somebody who was really super famous like in the 80s or 90s, and it kind of like has that feel to it. And I thought, man, that's just awesome. It like made me you – know, You know what You know what? one guy compared it to my voice to? It was like I, – I don't know if I could really say it, but Delamitri or something like that. Yeah, Delamitri. I'm on video. I finally – my internet came back on, so I'm actually uh, – put your, put your puss on the television. Chad, how come I can't? Can you see him, Chad? Uh, hit video icon again, maybe. Hit the video icon again, David. Meanwhile, why are you doing that? Your music, this one sounded uh, definitely yeah. rock, soft rock. Uh, I figured it out. Your voice sounds country, and your music is rock. And that's reminiscent of the hippie days, my hippie days. All right. Everybody, everybody that used to sing in those days, they all had a country sound. The enunciation of the words was like southern almost, you know, country sounding, and the music yeah. was rock. That's what you are. You're a country voice rock music guy, which is very reminiscent of the hippie Loved days. it, loved it. Now you can see him. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> girls go for you. They throw panties on the stage. So um, so real quick, because we're going to run out of time, uh, I want to get in some shows. And I just want to ask real quick, because I know you go to South by Southwest like every year and, and perform. It's like a super big deal, like just to be able to go there and play. Uh, you know, obviously you've got a following and they know how talented you are. How, how much fun is South by Southwest? Because I want to go with a camera crew and videotape the whole thing. It's a it's a riot. I, I guarantee you, everybody and anybody who uh, is out there. Rachel, I, I, do you like Rachel Ray, Jimmy? Yeah. She's out there. She has a showcase. You know, a lot of people, Matthew McConaughey hangs out there. Is Rachel still fat? She gained much weight. What the hell is with her? I mean, she's beautiful. She's got to stop eating her cooking. (laughs) She gained a lot of weight, and it's not healthy. And and her food's delicious, by the way. Speechless. (laughs) Well, well, I mean, what? You haven't got a camera, television? You see how much weight she's gained? I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm having a good time. No, she's a fellow Italian too. Us Italians get fat easy, because we got good food. Well, that's how it is. That's how it is. Corpus Christi is always voted one of the least uh, fit cities because we have Mexican food out here. People eat tortillas and beans and cheese and. And we have a Mexican food restaurant on every block, you know, practically. <laughs> so it's like, and that's the same way with San Antonio. It's always, but then you go to a place like Austin, and Austin's like, it's so weird because Texas is a red state, but Austin is like a blue state. It's like Berkeley, Texas, not right. Berkeley, California. But isn't it more Texacana food? And uh, I don't know, but it tastes good. It's it's kind of it's it's. it's, it's <laughs> Well, the, the, the reason it becomes Texacana is it's tacos, and then they throw in a cow. Yeah. yeah. And how makes it Texas? They, not a full cow, Jimmy. They cut it and I cook know. it. I know. I'm not. I oh, got it. All right. He's looking at me like I'm weird. So South by Southwest is fun, though. Oh, it's absolutely a blast. I, wait, we're, we're definitely gonna go. We're gonna de- we're gonna definitely go. So so also, I know you got some shows coming up. We got a. I, I I don't know how many shows you have coming up, but I know that coming up in July second, you're gonna be at the Cole Park Amphitheater in Corpus Christi at seven thirty, and then Friday, July third, you're gonna be at the Mathis Cultural Days Freedom Fest. And and, and the dates are if you guys go to davidmartinezmusic.com, you can see the dates. And then you have another show. I just didn't you just say Friday or something? You have a show? Yeah, Friday I'll be playing with uh Stephen J. James from he's from Corpus Christi. We'll be playing in Austin at the Rattle Inn. So music kicks off around ten o'clock, and then the September the July second show 
is with Ian Moore, and he he has a following around Texas, and he's been on the circuit for over twenty years. So, and then we and then Billy Joe Shaver is the guy that we're uh, playing with on July third, and also Banco Vallejo. If you look at Billy Joe Shaver, he's one of the outlaw guys with like Willie Nelson and Johnny Cash. Apparently, from what I read, is that he shot a guy in the face and asked him where he wanted it. Ooh, oh, I love that. <laughs> it's so it's so New York. That's super I like that. That's why I had to tell you. Yeah, that's why you had to tell. So listen up, everybody. First of all, uh, if you want to know what's going on with David Martinez, follow him on Twitter. It's at David Martinez M-U. And you spell Martinez M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z. Or go to davidmartinezmusic.com. Or make sure you're following at Lady Lake Music because she tweets for David all, all his stuff that he's got going on all the time. And it's fabulous. And I think that uh, we're definitely going to have to have you back when we can do the whole video thing again in a couple of, a couple of weeks or months you know we got to let a little bit of time pass but we wish you luck with everything that you got going on we're glad that you're safe in the storm and we want to thank you for coming on the jimmy star show and have a packed house at the rattle inn do you love the name it's so texas the rattle inn love it like rattlesnake it's oh the baby rattle rattle inn i will be recording some new music so i should have something coming out at the end of the year so maybe we can do it then and uh fantastic david you were a great guest thank you so much and see you again. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Got to love it. Now, that's a good guest. He comes back. He gives you a little bit. You know, he gives you some meat to eat. Fun. And he gives you answers. He comes back. I like that. I love it. So, everybody, that's David nice Martinez. Guy. Follow nice him guy. on follow him on Twitter. Check out davidmartinezmusic.com. <laughs> Go to CD Baby to get his music. It's great. He's a super, super nice guy and now, uh, all what, fun. What, what kind of music would you call Willie Nelson's? Country. See, he sounded like Willie Nelson to me. Oh, uh, no. Okay. His voice. Okay, that's okay. Not the music so much as the voice. It was definitely a country voice. He could be a shit kicker in a minute. He could. Oh, absolutely. Well, he. I, I think he does all different kinds of, right. you know, I mean, he does La Bamba, and he also does this I kind of, he La, does a little I bit of everything. I love, 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 love. We should play La Bamba, Chad. No, we're not going to play so La Bamba. So I could get on the table now and dance naked. <laughs> Actually, I'm though, so I'll, I'm going to give you some new country, because listen up. Uh, we, got a, we got a new artist, everybody, and his name is Buck Johnson. And he's got a song called Country Rockin' and Reelin'. And the cool thing about Buck Johnson, uh, besides the fact that he's going to be a huge country artist, is that he's also the keyboardist for Aerosmith, which is one of the most successful rock bands in the history of music. I loved Aerosmith. Was and so we're going to play this new song for everybody. It's called Country Rockin' and Reelin' by Buck Johnson. Let me know what you think, Chad. Check it out, everybody. Buck Johnson. Kept some bad company and sang some Delta blues Alabama born, southern stock Got a little twang when I start to rock And I'll never be cool as the man in black You heard the train a-coming, rolling down the track I drive the rails, sleep on a bed of coals Just to make it down to Muscle Shoals Yeah, cause I'm Stop. 
Everybody, you can find him. He's at Burley Clyde, B U R L Y C L Y D E on Twitter. Chad, what you're the country man? What'd you think? That's pretty badass, right? Yeah, that's basically country rock, you know, and because uh, those distorted guitars probably wouldn't even be country if it didn't have the slide in there. But but I like that. That's my style of country. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I thought I <laughs> that thought, was music again. I thought you might like that, Chad. I think it's going to get picked up by radio and everything big time. And it doesn't, you know, it's kind of cool too that he's also like the keyboardist in Aerosmith, like now, like yeah, like that, now. that doesn't he hurt. Sounds, sounds like Rod Stewart. If Rod Stewart ever knew how to sing, no, really, he's like he's like Rod Stewart, really singing. That's because funny. he's got a better voice, but it's a Rod Stewart voice. Just, I never thought Rod Stewart had a voice. I love Rod Stewart. Yeah, I, I you know, I met him on Rodeo. What? what? I, I met him on Rodeo Drive one day. I was walking down with some friends visiting from New York, and I'm showing them Rodeo Drive, and a big white Rolls Royce convertible with tan upholstery pulls right up next to us on the street. Well, you're not supposed to park, of course. And he had this big, tall, skinny broad, what I think was his wife at the time, and he got out of the car with that platinum hair and he's a midget he's little and he's old and he's wrinkled look like a chicken with with white hair and he was going into one of the stores to pick up a package and i thought to myself the rolls royce he's rod stewart why is he picking up a package you know why doesn't he have it delivered something strange there so i was dying to ask him when he came out so as he came out of the store i said look at you rod stewart and he gave me a dirty look and he got in the car and drove away so i thought screw you 
I never liked him since then. That's so funny. <laughs> he I like look. Rod Stewart. He's not very pl- pl- He's like the pleasant. third record. The very first record I ever bought was Elton John, Captain Fantastic. And then the second one I ever bought was the Bay City Rollers. Do you remember the Bay City Rollers? S A T R D A Y. And the third one I ever got was Rod Stewart. Those are my first three records I ever got. I think his license plate had was dollar signs. So I we went. Had a weird, no, he really had a strange. I believe that. He had a strange license plate. I'm trying to think of what it they was. They had his house on MTV Cribs. His house is like unbelievable. Yeah, I, I think his, his, his uh, license plate with dollar signs. So, real quick, too, everybody in the chat room, we got a couple of people I want to just give shout outs to that I, not that like, I, I can't always shout out everybody anyway, but we got Carnell from Twin Radio. Great, great, great radio uh, station. You guys should check out Twin Radio. We want to give a shout out to Dave Davis from Independent Share. He's also got a great radio show that promotes great indie music. And Jimmy from the Aquarius View is in the house. So we want to just say hey to all you guys. And I don't know if I said hey to Jane Yates, the author, either. She's a fabulous author. So uh, anybody, if I missed you, I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of people in the chat room, but we do appreciate all you guys tuning in. And we're going to be bringing on our Hollywood Vixen in a minute. I got one more new song I want to play. I want to do one plug. Chin- oh, go ahead. Chinzia. Thank you for the artichoke flour recipe. Not recipe, but uh, yeah, I think it was a recipe as well. Yes, Norny, my grandmother used to make that also. It must be a Verona thing. Um, and guess what? Father's Day is Sunday, and my daughter Leslie said she's going to make them for me on Sunday because I have such a yen for them. And folks out there, don't throw the flour of the artichoke away. You cook it. There's a way of doing it, and it's absolutely delicious. So, tanti grazie, cinzia. And here's, okay, hey, Chinzia, what's up? And so we're going to play a quick song. Uh, we're going to bring on our Hollywood Vixen. This is also a new song. It comes out in a week in uh, iTunes. And so we're going to go from rock to country to a little, like, old-school R&B. The name of the artist is Gino, and the name of the song is Love In My Eyes. It's not available yet, but it, it will be available shortly. And, Chad, you got it ready? Let's do it. Here we go, everybody. Gino, Love In My Eyes. See, I was innovated by the worldly games. All the zooting ladies was my favorite thing. Well, I thought of leaving, but I was just a fool. Without your love, girl, I don't know what to do. Don't you know it, baby? For the rest of my life Cause I still have love in my 
The name of the song is Love In My Eyes. It comes out in about two weeks also, the same as Buck Johnson. And uh, next time we play it, I'll, I'll get all his like Twitter and all the different information because right now I don't have it. And um, so there you go. And now we want to mm. like... Love it, love it, love it, love yeah, it, it's a love great it, love song. it, love it, love it, love it, love it. My kind of music. The voice is fabulous. The beat is my beat. The sound is my sound. I think it's going to go up there with Crystal Ball. There you go. I think hmm. it's going to have Crystal Ball Room's going to have a little competition with this song. It's got the mood, the sound, the thing. Love it. What's his name? Gino. What? Gino. Just Gino. Just plain old Gino. Gino, yep. Gino you're fabulous. There you go. Love it. So I do. Were you going to do something? What am I going to do? I'll take my pants off and wiggle. Hey. Helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, what, what? What do you want to do? You said you were going to do something to introduce her. No, I didn't say I was going to do something to introduce her. I was going to say I've got wonderful kids. One is making me the flowers from the artichoke. And Deirdre's <laughs> cooking right now in our house chicken Ooh. soup for me. Isn't that sweet? Because I'm sick. My daughter's making me chicken soup. How fabulous is that? Yes. That Deirdre girl is fabulous. I don't know why some go. sucker out there is not marrying her. <laughs> Come on. So that what's was, up, Hollywood Fix? She looks like this and she cooks. Give me a break. Say hi to everybody and in I the clean. chat room. Hi, everybody in the chat room. How are you? Hope everybody is doing well. I am feeling better. I know that there were some questions and people yeah, were saying. I caught saying, my call from her. Yes, I'm sorry. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so, and I actually don't sound like I am a, a teenager going through puberty because <laughs> earlier all this week from being sick and having this upper respiratory infection, I sounded like... Like I was like, eh, eh. I just it was think like it's a high-pitched, horrible I to, gravel. I went to the doctor. She said it's just a cold. Uh, mine was not a cold because you don't have what I have. I mean, I had like the chest cough, the pain. I mean, green and like like yellow, yeah, well, thick snot. Okay, we don't every need morning. that. We don't need that. Yeah, <laughs> but no, the doctor said that if I didn't take care of mine, it would develop into that green stuff. Well, mine uh, mine went into an, an upper respiratory because infection. Because you weren't That's popping vitamin C's and orange juice. Okay, you both oh, have yeah. sicknesses. Yeah. Let's go. Let's move on. <laughs> which, which sickness? We don't Men, have, no, but we don't physical. have to compare who's like got He's the mentally, worst. I'm physically ill. <laughs> no, Jimmy. Jimmy's the one with mental illness. Steve and I have physical illness. Okay, <laughs> but I'm on the mend, so that's good, and I sound normal again. So my voice is back. It's a little gravelly and a little deep, but that's okay. Kind of like it. it's now, a little you sexy. Can sound like now I can Vicaro. do. You know, I can do they some phone if, sex. They want to know if Shazam snores. I, I just wrote yes, like. Yes, Shazam oh. snores like a foghorn. <laughs> I mean, it's really cute though. You can hear him from a mile away. 
Mm-hmm. He's really cute, though, when he snores Mo- like Most that. Mastiffs do snore. It's part of their breed. Yeah. They snore a lot. Scooby snored, I think. Most of the snored. Yeah, they do. So what do we got Snorry, going on? Snorry. Anything exciting in the world? Well, yeah. Okay, so Chad, I want to see if at some point you can locate the uh, sound effect of when Harry met Sally uh, and she's doing the orgasm, or if you can find anything <laughs> close to the orgasm. Roger that. Yeah. Why don't if you, you can, let me know. Why don't you do it? No. Why not? Yeah. Like, like, let's hear what you sound like when you have an order. Ew, no! Oh, my God! I'm People much... have to pay for that. No. I don't give that shit free of charge. Hell I, no. I think her last orgasm... People have to pay I, for I think it. her lo- last orgasm was, was at, yesterday. Her, at her alone. prom. At her prom when she graduated Oh, high that school. is so That was only five true. days ago. Exactly. On, God, prom was... And gra- I just graduated and prom was like, like last week. Everybody cut, says cut, you sound great now. So. Thank you. Somebody said I sounded like Brenda Vaccaro. Oh, I don't know if that's an insult or a compliment. I love Brenda. You know, I know, I but you sound like her. a woman. That doesn't sound... I, I, really? I worked with her on a television show called Sarah for 14, 14 or 16 weeks. I worked with oh, her. Wow. And I love, love, love you, Brenda Vaccaro. You're well, wonderful. Well, I guess that's oh, good then. I guess it's a compliment. Oh, but yeah. All right. So um, in the meantime, I'm not going to blow my load. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, dear, Sorry. So <laughs> I know. Oh. That's crude, vulgar, and disgusting. <laughs> Whatever. Even I wouldn't say I'm that. Not gonna, I'm not going to do the... Yeah. Uh, oh. You're it. Oh, oh, perfect. Now I can do it. Oh, All right, keep playing it. Oh, God. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, Whoa. yes, 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 yes. Well, I'm not yes. supposed to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girls. <laughs> Girls, do I have something to tell you? We all just heard that amazing orgasm, whether it was fake or not. But if you want to have an orgasm (laughs) like that, girls, guess what you can do? You can go to your doctor and see if he does the O-shot. Now, the O-shot is where they take platelets from your cell, from your own body, which platelets come, I believe, from your blood, um, and they inject it into your vagina right inside the vaginal canal, just on the very inside, and then they do another shot of your own platelets right above the clitoris, and it's supposed to make the clitoris more sensitive, so you're... (laughs) So So what happens if you hit it with a vibrator? You have a heart attack? Oh, God. It's, like, worse than that. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) The chat room is loving it. The chat room like loves it. You're doing that. The chat room is like loving it. Breaking glass. Like this is awesome. Needless to say, needless to say, all the glass makers in your neighborhood are very rich men because all the women are going to be breaking glass. Apparently. And what about the poor guy? Does he inject anything in his wang? No, he'll just he'll love it. He'll touch her or lick her down there and get her going like that. I'm sorry, but it's true. Shocked by that. Talking about getting a, a shot by your clitoris, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Ow. I don't want any needle. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'll just wait, say wait, that. Wait. I'll speak for myself what, and say what, I'm okay. What's the needle going to feel like going in your clitoris? I don't know, but that's painful. I've never had any jewelry down there. I know a lot of girls get it. Has anybody out there ever tattooed their clit? Please you can't tattoo. Know. No, I guess it would feel like when you get a you clit ring. You can't tattoo a clit. Can no. you? you can get a ring. Oh, you get a ring. I once saw a dude who had a penis with a dragon like tattooed oh, on it. that's just It was in a magazine, not like live. That's yeah, if you believe crazy. that, I got a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. Yes, I agree with Sharon Leah. Thank you. I would never. I mean, I, my I, my orgasms are good right now. Deirdre, I don't need, we don't need like, to know that stuff. Oh, please, you wanted me to, like, sing one out for you. Well, that's different. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> that's acting. 
Sharon Lee has like she wouldn't do it either. Like, like, what's her name? Actor that she right. didn't really well, have I an did. orgasm. I did. I did a little Meg bit Ryan. of mine. Meg Ryan did not have an orgasm. Trust no, me, especially not from him. No, he no. couldn't give anybody an orgasm. Oh, I know. Oh, Billy don't Crystal. say that. I know he's very nice. Tom Hanks. Was it not? Was it? No, it was Billy Crystal oh, when Billy? Harry met Sally. Yeah, it's Billy Crystal. Oh, he's Billy even uglier than You're Tom You're thinking Hanks. of the other one is uh, You've Got Males with Tom Hanks right. and Meg Ryan. She always gets not good-looking leading men. Yeah, but she was married to Hottie Patati. What's his face? What's her, um, who's the oh Hottie God, what, what was his name? Ah, <gasps> oh, oh, help me out, chat room, having like a senior moment. Whatever. Wasn't oh. he married to Dennis Quaid? Yes, yes, yes. Well, when Dennis Quaid was young, he was hot. Yeah, now he looks he's still hot. <laughs> he looks terrible uh, now. He, he looks well, so old. I, he just, I don't know. I mean, he's still okay don't looking. Don't Queens but... know about facelifts? I mean, what's well, with them? He's straight. He doesn't get facelifts. I know, but you guys, like, Meg Ryan was like my, was my kid crush. She was on As <laughs> really? the World Turns. Uh, I, I thought Every it was... day from 1.30 to 2.30, she was on As the World Turns, and I would, like, be sick <laughs> just so I could stay home to watch her on As the World I Turns Molly, as a kid. R- Molly Ringworm. Molly Ringwald is <laughs> after that. <laughs> That's Molly Ringwald's after Molly that. Ringwald. <laughs> Molly Ringwald is my favorite. Of all... You know, Molly Ringwald. We were having a conversation of, like, who are the people that, like, he wants to meet Fran Drescher. I want Molly Molly Ringwald. All right. Well, here's a girl that every girl wants to meet. And uh, speaking of the O-shot and orgasms, apparently this woman has given quite a few women, straight, gay, bi, tri, whatever, a few orgasms. That's Ruby Rose from yeah, Orange everybody. is the New Black. I love her. She's my girl crush. Orange is the New Black. Oh, she's she the is that too. handsome. Is Ruby Rose. She's the tattooed she's one. The, she's the new one, the model girl. Oh, yeah, she's beautiful. Sin. She ruined her body. Oh, Who cares God. about that? She's the I am totally straight, right but I got to tell you, she's I have a beautiful. crush on her. There is something. She's a sexy, handsome. Like there's she something. She looks like a guy with tits. Yes. Like mm-hmm. there's something very, I can't, and so many straight women feel the same way. She is so hot. She's trending right now, and I was going through my Instagram, and I saw somebody posted something really funny on Instagram. And it said, I thought I was straight until I saw Ruby Rose. Yeah, I saw that too. And she is so hot. If you guys yeah. are watching Orange is, is the New Black, it is awesome. Yeah, and it's great. She's the super hot tattooed one. And, and she's like mysterious. She's a supermodel. Yeah, she's, she's a supermodel. Super she's, she's been Australian. in Cosmo, Vogue. She's been in all the major <clears throat> magazines. Yes, there she, she is. There she is. She is a supermodel. There's better model. pictures of her. Well, she's a drag butch and she looks and like she's a And she's Australian. And there's something kind of like like manly and mysterious she's about she's her. A drag yeah, butch. and that's what's so she's like a teenage boy. hot about her. She's a teenage boy. I think she is smoking Me hot, too. though. I was, she what what she should do is... when When Bruce Jenner cuts off his wang, she should go and get it and sew it on her. No, she and doesn't. I don't think she... I think, no, she's she'd just cool the way she is. She's a straight she's, girl. She I mean, so not a straight beautiful. girl. Sorry, she's a you know gay woman, and she's just cool I'm trying to get her is. on the show, you guys. Tweet I know. To, tweet to Ruby Rose. We need you on the show because you're hot. I mean, in like no time, she went from like a model to like now she's like the hottest commodity in Hollywood. and bringing up Orange is the New Black. It's a show that you really have to digest or try to digest. <laughs> it's really not uh, entertainment at its best or finest in my book. It's shocking. <laughs> it's me. about shock value. It's about showing a dis- disgusting side of the world. All right, they're prisoners, they're criminals, and they're. I, I mean, it's just shocking horrific. And for those of you out no. there who are not familiar with gay people, lesbians no. do not look no. like uh, Deliria. What is her name? Delirious. Delirious? Delirious? Oh, Leah Delirious. Leah Delirious is not the typical lesbian, trust me. Uh, Angelina Jolie is. No, these are just. Th- no, but most a, people think it's based on a book. Like, so. Know, but they always show dykes as big, fat, ugly things with tattoos looking like men. Most lesbians I know are gorgeous. Well, I you mean, never know they're lesbians, too. But, I mean, She's a lipstick lesbian. Yeah. I mean, uh, Lana Turner was bisexual. Ava Gardner was bisexual. Anyway, you guys. bisexual, not just strictly well, gay, saying, gay, but, gay but women. But these, these women were breathtaking. Orange. 
Strangers the New Black is the bomb, everybody. Yes. And we're going to have several of the people coming on the show, and it's going to be freaking awesome. It is the hottest thing. It's the hottest f- show yeah, but, out right now, and it is awesome. you have to have a strong stomach if you're going to watch it, folks. Well. Especially last week, the, the episode we saw last about how she was selling panties to perverts who like to put them on their heads and smell Oh, them. I don't think that's shocking at all. I, I don't think, think that's disgusting. shocking at all. I just think oh, it's, it's very big in, uh, J- in Japan. Oh, I just think it's disgusting, and I think there are certain things that just should not be public because it makes the world look sour. Well, I mean, she's telling, she's telling women to, to, to discharge in them and make them smell and filthy. Okay, that's disgusting. And then she's selling them to men that masturbate know, while well, they put them on their heads. Well, Do I need to watch this? Is this entertainment? Do well, I need to watch this? don't watch it. Jimmy watches it. I well, always tell him. He can I, watch it on his own time. That's all. Well, that's what's going to be. Yeah. I mean, that's all right. I, I sit there and I just roll my eyes and say, what happened to 1970? That's on okay. more sad news, unfortunately, Sir John Hurst has pancreatic cancer. Oh, my gosh. From, yeah, we all know uh, he was in a ton of things recently. Well, you'll know him most, most recently by um, Harry Potter. <clears throat> So, um, but he said that he's going to survive, that it's, they caught it early on and he's in a good place where they caught it. What stage is he? He didn't say, they didn't disclose. Because if he's stage one, they'll cut the pancreas out. I don't know. Whatever the case may be is the only information that he's releasing is that it's, it's early on and that he's going to be okay. So good. fingers crossed, good knocking on wood for you, hey, send good vibes hang out on, to hang you. Hang on, hang on, because we've got a caller calling oh. in. Hold on. Hey, chat. Hey, Jeremy, are you there? I am. Hey, how's it going? Good. I can't see you. Hit your video button. <laughs> Okay. Where is that? That works. There should be a video button on it. Like it looks like a little video camera okay. icon. There we go. We don't oh no, it. it didn't work though. It started to. There we oh, go. Right, it's starting to. Hold on. Let's see. Can you and see now? Um, yay! Hey, what's up, <laughs> everybody? How do I pronounce your last name? And then I'm going to introduce you. Okay. Cool. Uh, my name is Jeremy Dozier. Dozier. Okay, Dozier. that's what I thought it was, but I'm I wanted to Texas, so it's not fancy. A lot of people try to say Dozier, and I'm like, no, 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 it's just Dozier. I was thinking Dozier. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, actor Jeremy Dozier. Yay, we're very happy to have you, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And we can see you really well. Let me introduce you, everybody. Starting off with, we have our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. How do you do? Meanwhile, you know what you look like right now? You're in those machines in New York City where you used to put a quarter in and you took your picture. Oh, yeah. Photo booth. Yeah. 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 What is it called? Photo booth. Photo booth. Doesn't he look like yeah. it's like good a, lighting, though? Like yeah. Good I yeah. Good so I like that. Then we have our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Serego. Hey, Jeremy. Hey. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. Thank you. Thank you. And we have a chat room full of people. So say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody in the chat room, especially my mom. She's listening, so she's in there, too. Oh, <laughs> mom. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> you, you've really got nice teeth. Thank you. It does. You have a beautiful smile. You, I wish too. I had your teeth. I'm going through a whole process now of having my teeth fixed. Torture. Oh, I used really? to have nice teeth when I was younger. Then I got older, and they, they, they sort of like got witchy looking. Oh, everybody wants to know what so your mom's wait, name wait, wait, is. Wait, wait, take care of your teeth so when you get to be my age, 50 again, your teeth will look nice. <laughs> so congratulations. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Uh, everybody in the... Everybody in the chat room is asked, saying how cute you look. And everybody, the reason that we found Jeremy is actually is because we were strolling through Netflix one day and we watched this movie. And the movie's called Dirty, Dirty Girl. Girls. It is one of the best Good indie movie. movies. 
you will ever see on Netflix because they have so many crappy ones. And it is a really, really great, fun movie. It was funny. And um, Jeremy is, is one of the stars of the film along with Juno Temple and a whole bunch of A-list actors. And, and the movie is... Mary Steenburgen, Mila yeah, Jovovich. I know. It's a freaking awesome movie. So tell us a little bit about, to start off, how did you actually get involved with that movie? Because it says introducing Jeremy Dozier at the end. So that was your first big thing that you got to do in your acting career, I, I'm assuming, by... By the fact that it said introducing, how did you even get considered for that? It was a nationwide casting call, and I was in college at the time, and I answered it, and it was like finals week one semester, and I literally ripped the sheets off my roommate's bed and tacked them to the wall so that uh, it would look professional, and uh, <laughs> sent in the tape, and uh, yeah. It, yeah what did you put on out. your tape real quick? Sorry to interrupt you. When you sent in a tape, were there any requirements of, of what they wanted you to present, or did, was it just you can send in your best? And what did uh, you send in your best? They sent uh, like three scenes. And so you just kind of sent it in and I just did my take on it. Cool. What yeah. scenes to do? Which one of the scenes did you have to do for the audition? <laughs> we did the therapist scene where he's looking at the photos of the naked people. And uh, that's, funny. that's a funny bit. Yeah. 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 And then he did the uh, big confrontation scene with uh, his dad. And then one of the scenes with Juno, I think, in her bedroom. Everybody, too, you have to see this. First of all, like, like, uh, so basically, <laughs> for, for people who haven't seen the movie, the story kind of has two storylines in a lot of ways. And, and, um, Juno Temple plays a girl who's looking for her father, for her real father. And you become like her friend because you guys both get put in like the retarded people's class in a school, in school, basically. Uh, the slow people, whatever. It's hilarious. Cause I would have stayed in that class because that was the cool class anyway. Yeah, yeah. You guys end up having to take care of a baby pound of sugar or something and, and become like married and become friends. And it happens to be that you're, you're gay and your father doesn't want you to be gay. And you guys go on this road trip to find her father and become really good friends. And, and this movie has one of the best soundtracks out of any film that you will see yes. like ever. 80s. It's yes. like such a great, great soundtrack. So tell me, are you actually a Melissa Manchester? Did you even know who Melissa Manchester was? Cause you're I'm kind of, so ashamed yep. to say that no, I didn't know before the movie. And so as soon as I got the part, I started researching her and watching her on YouTube. And she's such a powerhouse. I mean, it was so cool. And so... Uh, she actually has a cameo in the film and plays the piano at the end uh, talent show. And yeah. so her and it was really cool. She's such a cool uh, lady. That the first time, but I saw it the second time. And um, and so basically, like, you play a gay character, and what I think is really real, uh, cool about you in general um, is that you're actually, like, gay, and you're, like, you're, you're an out gay actor in Hollywood, and your first film, you know, it wasn't like you hit it and said you were playing gay. There's hundreds of articles about that. Yeah, uh, on yeah. the internet, all about you uh, and all the most prominent, you know, gay and lesbian stuff. And Ron and I are married. I don't know if you actually well, know that. Well, Jimmy's gay. <laughs> um, they're, they're the, you know, we have people out in the press saying that I'm gay, and I resent it because Jimmy's the one that's gay. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> and so well, I'm learning. No, I'm and really, no, I'm sorry, and you're sticking to it. So, <laughs> born, uh, we were born gay, right? I was I born gay. I, mean, I never decided one day, I'm going to dump my wife and kids and become a fairy. I mean, never. They no. you're born gay. It's so stupid when people think we chose this lifestyle. Who the frig would choose this lifestyle, getting beaten up? You know, Jimmy and I went in the supermarket. We went to the gay pride parade in Philly, and we both had on T-shirts, gay pride. <laughs> no, they said love and, no, pride and joy from Macy's, because Macy's yeah, gave, and, we were at an event, and Macy's you know, gave the gay, them to the gay us. gay colors. Rainbow. And we live mm -hmm. in, in, a, in, in, a, in a mistake, actually. We, <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way of putting no, it. No, it's a mistake, because we live <laughs> wow. in a very, very tight-ass, waspy neighborhood in Pennsylvania. Uh, and we went in the supermarket, and I 
felt like a black person in a Ku Klux Klan wedding. <laughs> I mean, really, we as we walked through, people were staring at us, dirty look, shocked look, like sh- like I had my wang out. I mean, shocked, like, <laughs> oh my God, look at these two faggots. And I just wanted to spit in their faces, but of course, I was a gentleman, so I just, you know, gave them karate shots behind the head and tripped the old ladies. <laughs> uh, it's amazing how in this day and age, if you go in certain parts of the United States where there's so a lot of parts homo- of the United States, homophobic, it's really for the birds. And people like you and Jimmy and I are are really doing great for gay people because they see us, they like us, they know we're normal, they enjoy our talent, and they want to be our friends. And I think that you're like we are goodwill people. Well, they realize that you guys are part of the decent species of humanity. You know, not all people are decent, but at well, least the gay people. people that's Look what I'm saying. Exactly. The, that's why I'm. Saying you are a part of the decent human race. We are all gay and straight, doesn't matter. We're all a part of the decent human race. And I think that's really the only important thing. And look at you. You look so nice and decent. Thanks. I know I got dressed up for you today. So <laughs> I actually think uh, for a first film, first of all, for for you to be involved in such a big film, um, everybody too, because I really think everybody needs to see this film. I've watched it three times. Like I really like like it. I, I really enjoyed it. And, and some uh, of those films I don't care for. They're a little too stupid for me. So listen to this but cast. Though, I enjoyed. You I guys really listen did. to this cast for anybody who has not seen this film. I'm actually they're on Twitter also. It's at Dirty Girl Movie and Juno Temple. You guys might not know her by name, um, but like she's been in a ton of movies she was in maleficent she was in horns with uh um daniel radcliffe she's in dark knight rises i mean she's having a great great career mila jo- jo- how do you say her last name jovovich yeah jovovich um you know everybody like knows her she's like awesome she's and all those resident evil, all those resident evil movies. Yeah. yeah mary steenberg mary steenburgen plays your mother how uh, I mean, first time on film, and and I have an Oscar winner as my mom, and a country music star as my dad. So yeah, crazy. And, and you know what? Mary's also a candle maker. I buy her candles, and I love them. Yeah. <laughs> her and her daughter sell—they actually make and sell candles, and I love them. How, I have one. How is she everything? She writes music too. She wrote uh, one of the songs with Melissa Manchester in the movie. So it's crazy. Yeah. Also, so William H Macy's is in it. Dwight Yoakam plays his dad, and Tim McGraw who. Who is everybody knows him as a country singer, but he's been in all kinds of like <laughs> movies now. He's in a whole bunch. He was actually in what's the the, refer- the movie uh, with Sandra Bullock and the Blind Side guy that we had on the hearing. Oh, uh, bl- uh, Blind Side. He plays the, the father on the Blind Side. We had him on the show. And uh, well, and let's so- get back to you. Where are you going next? What are you doing? No, wait, wait. Don't I want to hear. Yet. I don't. I don't want to go there yet. I want to talk because like that's a. How many people? My first film, because I've been in like a whole bunch of really crappy, yeah, crappy one indie dog films. A, one dog after another. All terrible. I uh, know it's true. They're all terrible. I don't. I'm not really. Uh, it is. I'm, I'm not like you are, but like, how cool is that for your first film? You know, to have like all these like amazing A-list, you know, A-list actors in your very first film. Like, was that like intimidating at all? Because like, I, I, I got to meet a lot of A-list actors. Wait, but let's I don't ask him a question. Them. Had you act before? Have you acted before? I did. I was actually studying uh, theater in college, and so I had done a lot of stage stuff and had taken classes on how to do film acting and had done short films, but I had never done a true feature film. So that was the first time, and working with that cast was very intimidating. I mean, coming on set, and they all know what they're doing, and I just felt like the, <laughs> the new kid trying to, trying to not mess it up. Did you remember your lines? I did, I did. That's something I'm good at. I have a good memory. Yeah. So. That's the only thing actors hate about other actors if they're not prepared yeah. and they don't know their lines because it screws up your performance. So you could be a lousy actor. As long as you know your lines, you'll, you'll get work. 
<laughs> Jimmy got I get work because I'm lousy. I only get work because like a million and a half people listen to this show, and like that people want me to promote it, and I promote it if I get a line. Let, let, let me tell you terms. Let me tell you a quick little story. Jimmy was and I were in a movie together. I won't even mention it because the movie was so bad. And Jimmy didn't was wanting me to read lines with him, so I'm sitting down and I said, "Okay, Jimmy, read me your line." And then the monster came out of the water. <laughs> I'm not that bad. I said, no, Jimmy, you have to act it. Say, and then the monster came out of the water. Okay, do it, Jimmy. And then the monster came out of the water. <laughs> and somebody that read lines like he was reading a book. Aww. No, I'm not making fun. He's wonderful on a show. He's a be- he's the best. I'm a lot better. He's more of a radio personality <laughs> than an actor, but a Jimmy, screen actor. Jimmy, Jimmy, if ever they need somebody to portray a bad actor, I want Jimmy to get the part. <laughs> I have a friend that I have another story about that too because my friend was a new actor and she her whole line was well myself and so she just went around saying well myself well myself well myself. I mean it's just like. Yeah, every iteration that you can do. Myself. <laughs> so there's yeah. a scene. So there's a scene in the film too, everybody, where they're going cross country and they need money, and um, so and 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 uh, Juno, she's super hot, and so they yeah. she's thing for like a strip tease thing where you can like go and do a strip tease and win that fifty bucks great. and they need money. And so during it, she's strip teasing and, and Jeremy's character automatically realizes finally after like a few minutes that it's a gay bar. Yep. And sure. so uh, and he runs up to her and like it's a gay bar and she tells him he has to do the strip tease. And so he gets up there and does yep. like his strip tease to Sheena Easton Strut, who I love yes. Sheena Easton. And uh, and it was awesome. Yeah. And, and like I didn't like the afterwards when your father was there. I didn't like that part really. But oh, that, but the that, fact that, that you the, did it was yeah. just. Fa- I just think the whole movie. For, uh, I'm just amazed. The whole movie was. It was just so much fun. I, I, you know, I work for uh, the largest independent record label in the world, so music is really important. And the way they they chose the music to go with all the scenes and the way you guys acted out, you know, all the different parts of it. I just thought it was put together so incredibly well that. And, and I related to the movie. Uh, he uh, danced on Broadway, and so music is kind of how he interprets things. And so he handpicked all those songs and cut it together and wrote it and directed it and just did an amazing job. So, yeah. Had you heard a lot of those? Because you probably weren't even born when those songs were like out. No, he's an 86 baby. That's yes. true. You were a baby, so you were. No, I was 87. That's so cool. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, Seriously now, about this film, why I enjoyed it so is I related to it. Your character was me. My father gave me the same hard time that your character father gave you. I had a very dear friend of mine, I won't mention her name, but she was a feminine lesbian, a beautiful, gorgeous lesbian girl. And we hung out together, and we used to travel together, and we got stranded in Florida one time. And she said, I'm going to like be a hooker. I said, what do you mean you're going to be a hooker? You're, not, you're a virgin. You're a lesbian. You never even had a man. She said, you stay in the closet. I'm going to bring somebody in the, in the hotel room, get the money, and then you come out if he tries to screw me. I said, but of course he's going to try to screw you. That's what yeah. he's paying you for. What are you, stupid? Well, as it was, it never went off. But the thought of even doing that, when I'm watching this film, I said, yeah, I wonder if I told that story to anybody <laughs> when I lived in L.A. and they decided to jot it down from the next table. But it's a true story. And it's very it's true. Ish. Ish. Yeah, it's based on a it's fly. Ish. It's true. It's, it's true. Oh, I, true. I thought you were talking about the movie. the movie. So much of that movie, I know people that have been done and were what that whoever wrote that wrote it from an experience it wasn't from the head who wrote it anyway you know abe sylvia the director wrote it he wrote uh, he wrote and directed it 
fabulous. Are you getting any royalties on it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I get checks every now and then. then I, I want, want everybody to see I want yes, everybody Netflix. out there to go well, to Netflix and pay the dollar ninety nine and watch it. It's really an in incredible film. And if you have a gay child, watch it. Because it shows you how stupid you could be. I cried at the end. I watched the end of it again today yeah. just to remember it. And that's when I actually realized that Melissa Manchester was, because I didn't catch that the first time. And uh, when you guys are singing Don't Cry Out Loud at the end and, like, you show up and your military outfit and everything, I was, yeah. like, bawling like a little girl. I swear. Yeah. It was just awesome. But what I want to do real quick is we're going to play the trailer so people can see the trailer. Then we'll come back and talk about what you. What, I just what want to make my on. final remark. For those parents out there, <laughs> who are punishing their children for being gay, stop it. They were born that way. You made them that way. It's a gene pool. There were relatives <laughs> hundreds of years back that were gay, and the gay gene keeps appearing every other generation. So your family tree made that child gay. Nothing else did. Stop punishing him or her. Love them. They're your children, goddammit. There you go. I like that, too. Mm -hmm. So so actually, um, Chad, do you have the trailer so Hi. everybody can see it? Hi, Captain. All right, Jeremy, how about you introduce it? We'll play it. It's only like two minutes long, and then we'll be uh, back to talk with you. All right, here's the trailer for uh, Dirty Girl. I've heard it said this here's a man's world, and some girls, they believe it. Primping and fussing and hoping a boy will look her way. If it's a man's world, God wouldn't have made me. The only safe sex is no sex. What are your thoughts on the pull-out method? Danielle, nobody likes a dirty girl. Why don't you just head right on back there with Clark? Today, we are going to start a project that will teach us that parenthood is no joke. Right, Sabrina? Yeah. These sacks of flour will be your bundles of joy. Name? Not Joan, like Joan Jett. Crawford. Is there some sort of special gene that makes you say Crawford when I say Joan? After your mother and I are married, I'm going to adopt you. The hell you are. My dad and my mom were high school sweethearts. If they were high school sweethearts, you'd be in her yearbook. Assistant coach, Danny Briggs. Oh, let's go. You're taking me to California. I can't steal my dad's car. It's my chance. My son has run off with your daughter. Me and my husband need a room. You ever tried magic fingers? Oops. You've got to be more careful with her. Did you see that guy? Pull over. This is a distraction from our stated goals. Cash or charge? Charge. Your card's been reported stolen. Supposed to be together. We're running toward something, Danielle. I am just running away. I need to go after her. Danny Briggs? Must be Sue Ann's little girl. Sometimes you gotta accept what life throws at you to find out what you're made of. You don't know who you're dealing with. Looks good. There you go, everybody. You're a damn good actor for a first time out. Let me tell you, you got it. You're going to be big. Keep pushing. No, keep pushing. You've got all of the qualities it takes to be a good actor. 
I think it's funny too because we watch a lot of like indie movies because like we're, I'm kind of like the king of indie. And all of our friends are in them. And anyway. all our friends are in all these indie movies on Netflix, so we watch right. them all the time. And and all the time we get on the show and we're like, okay, these are the movies that we watch. Don't watch them; they're terrible. This is like for real, you guys. This is a really really good movie. This is a really fun movie. Jeremy's fantastic. The whole cast is fantastic. The, the soundtrack has Melissa Manchester, Pat Benatar, Joan Jett, Tanya Tucker, the Oak Ridge Boys, Bow Wow Wow, Tina Marie, Belinda Carlisle, Sheena Easton. New Shoes. Oh, Sheena new, Easton. New, I love New her. Shoes, who's been on our show a million times. Um, uh, and, and it's just really, really cool. And so congratulations on, on, on being in the movie. Do you, do you ever like get to stay in touch with any of the people that were in it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of view them as like college friends. You know, we go months or years without talking, but every time we get together, it's just right back in there. So, exactly. Yeah. That's how it is with me. So after that, then I noticed too, you, uh, first of all, you did a horror movie. Now, I haven't seen it yet because I just saw it on IMTB today uh, with Bad Behavior. I actually know Linda Hamilton, though. I've met her several times. And uh, so, like, and you're on the cover of the box. Um, like, so it's a horror movie, right? It's like a suspense thriller, yeah. So it's about uh, this babysitter who comes and babysits for this family. And over the course of the film, she finds out that they aren't exactly what they're presenting themselves as. Hmm. So uh, it was fun. I got to play a schizophrenic and uh, kind of terrorize everybody. So it was really fun and, and really different from Dirty Girl. That's the part. That's a good, every actor wants that part. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you know that I, I, I've interviewed <laughs> many, many celebrities, like great stars like Tony Curtis. Do you know who he was? Mm -hmm. Okay. When I interviewed Tony, I said, what role out of all your roles did you enjoy the most? And he said, being in drag for Some Like It Hot. He said, because every actor, when you talk, they all want to be in drag. And if you look at the list of all the heterosexual actors that have been in drag, it's an incredibly long list. So most actors, that's the, ch the role that they find the most challenging. What do you think would be your most challenging role? Huh. Um... <clears throat> I think it. I think it would be uh, probably well. Playing schizophrenic was was really challenging because it's hard to find the balance of playing him real, but at the same time, uh, you know, uh, not playing him too crazy. So I think playing somebody who's mentally ill would probably be the biggest challenge. See, that would be easy for me because I am mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can do a case study of you then next time. I'll just call you up. <laughs> like now, right now, I'm acting normal, so this is acting. <laughs> <laughs> Day, which is I'm good. excited to see you for your up and coming film that's coming out yes, January 21st, 2016, Rock, Paper, Scissors. Would you tell yeah. us a little bit about that? that and that's sounds, coming out in the next six months. So. That sounds good. What a title. It, it, it's such a good film. And I'm so excited because I shot it a couple years ago and it's kind of been in production hell where it just hasn't been done. And um, it's, a, it's a teen comedy about these group of misfits who are in high school and they hate their hometown. And so they end up forming a rock, paper, scissors team and go to nationals so that they can win the prize money and get the hell out of that town. So it's Should a lot of fun. Yeah. Are you playing a straight kid or a, or a gay kid? A, a straight kid, yes. Yeah. Oh, so we get to see you on the flip side. That there you go. Uh, well, he doesn't want to typecast. No, as we a, want to do everything as an actor. I mean, you know, that's why. Uh, you know, Tab Hunter. Do you know Tab Hunter? The name? No. You don't know. Tab, I'm going to kill myself. He's twenty. He's, he's like twenty. 20 not even. Tab Hunter no, was one of the most gorgeous. He's Thirty. Tab Hunter was one of the most gorgeous men in the world. A German blonde-looking actor. He went out with Sandra D and Natalie Wood and all the days of the fifties. He was the heartthrob. He sang. Anyway, I interviewed Tab, and we've become friends since the interview. And Tab, I said to him, "Why didn't you come out earlier about being gay?" And he was lovers with Anthony Perkins, who was the psycho. You oh, know. Yeah, yeah lovers for many years i said why didn't you come out he said ron back then i couldn't because they wouldn't hire me now he said 
they would typecast me as a gay actor. And he doesn't want that. So he came out writing a book, but he's not working anymore because he's 78 years old. Still gorgeous, still sexy, still a hot guy. That's Tamp Hunter. I Actually, love you. though, you were also on iCarly, right? I was. I, I did a couple episodes of iCarly. I've never seen iCarly, but you did a couple episodes. I mean, so like the, the Dirty Girl movie opened up a lot of doors because look at all the cool stuff you're doing. It did, yeah. And it, what's great about Dirty Girls is that it ends up on Netflix every couple of years and then everybody rediscovers it like you guys. So it's great. It's been a great experience. What theater did you do? I want to just ask one question. Do you have a good agent? Do you like your agent? I don't have an agent right now. I, I'm in the process of looking. So don't even get no. <laughs> Ruin your career. No, agents will destroy you, right? Until, until you yeah, can get you a really big one. Yeah, but you can't get any work unless you have an they agent. They make all so your hard. decisions and they make the wrong decisions. Well, that's decisions. only if you let them. You have to really make I sure mean, your I contract I know so is... many famous, I mean, superstars that will tell you stories. I mean, legendary. That's managers. That's managers Ma- yeah, managers. Yeah, ma- agents what am I talking are, about? You're talking about managers. You're talking managers. about managers. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, so you, you need an agent. <laughs> a manager is something you get. You need a manager. When you need someone to manage your career. Don't get a manager. You get a talent agent when you want to get rolling. Yeah, do not get a manager because they will ruin you. <laughs> so what? So you? Where are you originally from? Texas. It's a very Texas-centric show today. I'm from Houston, outside of Houston. Okay, Texas? so it's our second Texas person. So now you're, but now you live in LA. I no? do. Okay, now you live in LA because I think in one of your emails you wrote, "Aren't you doing something with like the Groundlings or something like the Groundlings?" I or am. No? I, I'm in a class right now. I'm in writing lab with the Groundlings, so I'm writing what? sketches and doing that whole thing. Excellent. Now, if you had to tell anybody out there that's an actor or actress that's wanting to be, do you think they should be in L.A. to get film work or New York or down south in New Orleans or wherever? Where would you suggest a young actor starting off to go to get film work? Uh, I think it's different today. I think a couple of years ago it was really different and you had to be in L.A. But these days, so many people are coming from YouTube and, and stuff like that. And so you can create your own material and then end up uh, on TV shows or in movies doing that. I think L.A. is where, uh, you know, movies are based. And so if you want to be in movies, it's a good idea to move here. But I know there's a lot of -of out-of-state work in New Orleans. And uh, New York's mainly for theater, from what I understand. So if you want to do Broadway and musicals. Our co-host is Deirdre. She was in New Orleans, and she made a few films there. Yeah, New Orleans is, but they just lost their their tax credit cap. Oh, they did lose it? Yeah. Yeah, so now it's capped at goodbye. 180 million. So a lot of people are pulling out in the goodbye, next two years. To going to um, Atlanta, yes. uh, um, Texas, and apparently New Mexico is really hot right now for filming, too. They're filming a lot of stuff in New Mexico because they have great tax incentives. New York is still strong because it's got a $490 million tax credit, it's got the highest out of all the states. So, so. so if you could be like, if you could have been in any mood, first of all, who was, who's your like. Uh, we'll do two questions. Who would be your, like, if you could, like, act with anybody, who would be your favorite co-star? If you could pick anybody in the world to act with, who would you like to be have as a, as a co-star? Ooh. Um, well, I think, you know, the, the common one is Meryl Streep. I would love to be opposite Meryl Streep. Or I, I love House of Cards, so I love Kevin Spacey. I think he'd be. Yeah, House of Cards is yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so good. Hold on, let's go around. Um, and you think about it. I know my name. Um, I mean, yeah, it's like, I mean, Meryl Streep, I mean, she's amazing. Any of the greats, like Judy Dench, Meryl Streep. Oh, I like Judy Dench. Okay, what about Um, you? Only because I worked with her when I was 19, Sophia Loren. Um, Mm -hmm. I would like to work 
a power film with her. I'd like to play her husband, and we're in a terrible situation because her, her energy, her strength, her power, her incredible ability to become this forceful woman without being insane thrills me. And when Sophia plays those parts, it was a wonderful movie I saw that not many people see saw. It was made in Italy. It was called The, the Telephone. And the entire film is she on a telephone talking to her ex-husband. I have never to date seen a performance, not even Meryl Streep or Judy Dench, who I adore. Has anybody done a performance like her in this film? Please go watch it. This is for you to watch because you're going <laughs> to learn. You're going to learn eyes. You're going to learn cheeks. You're going to learn fingers. The way she works, every part of her body. the entire And the film is not boring. And go. she cries and she laughs and she goes through all the moods. I just think she's still one of the most brilliant actresses. In okay, the world. so let's go. Let's move to the second part of the question. So, like, if you could have been like in any movie that's ever been out, what movie would you like to be in? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, one of my favorite films is Silence of the Lambs, and I, I love that film. Mm -hmm. So I would I love to have been in that film. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, that's a, oh, it's like, I don't want to copy you because that, but you bring up such, that's, yeah, I mean, Jodie Foster was amazing in that. Um, let me see, what, what was one of the films that I would have, oh, God, there's so many. I'd want to be in The Lost Boys. I freaking love that movie. It, you probably, it came out before you were even like born, probably. So, like, you don't, it might not even, do you know The Lost Boys? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it's a vampire it. Movie I think with, it came out in 1987. So he, yeah, he yeah you were like that's one my or favorite, two. like horror, because I like horror, horror <laughs> movies, and, horror movies, and so like that's like one of my all-time favorite movies, and and uh, and I know a lot of the people in it. It was just a fun movie. What about you? Well, for me, it would be so I'd have the opportunity to work opposite Betty Davis, who I knew, who was a friend, who was sensational, and I'd love to have been in Now Voyager playing Paul Henri's part as the lover. It's a beautiful love story, and just the thrill of working with Betty Davis. Uh, you know, I, I knew her socially, and I always said that to her. I wish that we were the same age, and she said, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> no, she was nasty like that. No. She said, who wants to be this fucking age? <laughs> you know, so that's what Betty would say. But um, to work with Betty Davis... Yeah, in one of those movies. They were wonderful love stories. Okay, I would probably say, going back, if I can go back in time, Hitchcock, I would have loved to have done oh, like, yeah, like Vertigo too. or Rear Window. Yeah. Number one, to work with Jimmy Stewart as my co-star, because mm -hmm. I would be replacing Kim Novak or obviously um, uh, Grace Kelly. But yeah, one of the Hitchcock yeah, well, films. I, take, I, I would like to do North... Uh, oh, North by Northwest. North by Northwest, so I could throw Cary Grant down and make out with him. Oh, I like Cary Grant, too. Actually, and he, like and he was gay, so actually, he, he know, wouldn't have fought me off in those days. Actually, do you know who Cary Grant is? I do, yeah. Well, you know, he was family. He was gay. Yeah, he was lovers with Randolph Scott we for always years. talk all We always talk all, oh, all the time about, like... Um, you know the people who were stars of his generation are different than and he than the stars of my generation, even though we're close to the same age. And same thing with her generation. Who do you consider like for your generation, like to be the big stars of your generation? Oh, um, well, I think uh, Jennifer Lawrence is a huge star. Zac yeah. Efron, uh, those type of people, definitely. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Angelina Jolie. That's yeah, good. yeah. Though. Well, whose generation is it? Oh, she's like fifty, and he's like twenty something. <laughs> Angelina Jolie I mean, is exactly Deirdre's age. Oh, they went okay. to school together. Well, either way, I mean his generation, his age group. I mean, what are you? Twenty, twenty-five? What are you? Twenty-nine. Just 20, turned twenty-five. 20, 20, looking much. So younger. you're only you're only Thanks. eleven years younger than Angie. <laughs> 
I think Shut up. Is cool. Oh my God, you are an evil queen. <laughs> I know. Angie was like 10 years older than me. I, Jeremy and I are this, like a couple of years I apart. Said, Jeremy, I just um, wait, added I, you as my, I'm following you on Twitter. So I me said back. you went to school with Angie. I didn't say you were in the same class. Right. Okay. Yeah, because I'm nowhere near her age. <laughs> Tisk, Which, tisk. by the way, by the way, too, you guys, uh, you. If she you was wanna... like this older, cool girl that I used to like look up to. Yeah, she used to babysit Deirdre. Yeah, actually, awesome, too, you guys, baby. if you Not want, really, they were they were shut buddies. Up. They shut went to shut up! Girl. You are so evil. All right, fine, fucking forty. God damn it! <laughs> Go on my IMDb page and see it. I don't really give a shit. I mean, yeah, I know I'm forty years know, old. I, and I stopped lying. <laughs> I stopped lying about my age because <clears> it's stupid. If the studios don't want me because I'm seventy-five, screw them. I have what to offer them that no young. You know what I has. say to that? I mean, you're thirty, so you're still young, and you're a guy, so it's a lot easier. But girls, women that are forty in my in, in my career, and I don't even have a name for myself yet, so I'm I'm still kind of like you know, in that screwy situation. But my thing is, is like you know what. I don't care if I make it when I'm 50 or 60. You know, there are so many older actors that have been doing it for 20, 30 That's years. Right. That they And I don't want to be famous. I just want to be working consistently, yes, making right. a really good salary, actually doing projects that I love, either episodic or, or film. I don't care. I just, you know, even if you get that recognition at 50, that's fine. An actress or an actor will go to 100 if they are an yeah. actor or an actress. But if you're a face, a body, and a well, pair of tits, fame whore, you ain't going anywhere. Right. You're going to be 35, washed up, goodbye, Jack. Thank Jeremy and I will be doing theater 20 years from now. Screw it. What are you going to do? You know? so I started off in theater, too. I, I was 74 when I did my last film, of which we will not <laughs> mention the title. But I played a cop from New no, York. No, you were 73. I was 73 when I did that yeah. film. And I was thrilled at 73 to have me third lead. I mean, third lead in the film at 73. I played yeah. a nasty Brooklyn cop, mean, ornery cop. And I was happy. Okay, so let's move forward because we, we got no three time. minutes. So what what do we have on the horizon? Anything? Okay, we got the new movie coming out soon. Is there anything else in the horizon that we should know about? I'm working on a web series. It's untitled right now, but I, I uh, in the past few years, have started writing, and so I wrote a feature and a pilot, and uh, I'm doing a web series, and so we're hoping it's in pre-production right now. We're going to shoot in the fall, and hopefully, it'll come out uh, early January. So, oh, is, uh, it, is it SAG or is it not Union? Um, we're still we're still dealing with all that and casting, but uh, yeah, it's about two uh, Beverly Hills brats who end up getting cut off by their dad, and they have to face the real world for the first time, and it's very Ab Fab esque. So it'll be fun. It'll be really good. Well, if you're looking for an older sister, Deirdre's looking for work. <laughs> I am looking. For, I'm always looking for work, but <laughs> not me. I'm exhausted. I work enough with this stupid show and all the other crap that I do. But uh, I, I hope one day to meet you. Was with, with everybody moving. in the chat room was talking about how cute you are. Yes, oh, he's, he's, a, he's a great guest. Great he guest, and how he is a great guest. And he's interesting, interesting guy. Very, Very nice. nice. There yes, we go. Jimmy, so if you guys want to find out more about Jimmy, you can follow him on Twitter. It's at Jeremy Dozier. It's J A R E M Y D O Z I E R. He's also on what Tumblr? What is the other one? Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, I do them all. So, yeah, it's Jeremy Dozier on all of them. You're Jeremy Dozier on all of them. I have something to ask of you because Jimmy and I are contemplating moving back to the coast because we have all kinds of offers for us out there. I'm going to ask you one day to come in on one of our benefits that we do. When your name is really big and you're a superstar, you're not going to forget me because I'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> plain English. So I'm going to call on you and I'm going to say, okay, big shot. Remember when you were starting off? I need you now to be like a grand marshal in one of our pride parades or I need you to come on and do something for AIDS. I need you and I'm expecting you to come and help us. 
Absolutely. I am down for any type of charity. So, yeah, got it, you have got to work. It on film. Got it on film. That's it. That's got all it I- on film. Hopefully, I'm a big star, you know, pretty soon. So, <laughs> I think you already, uh, I think you are too. You're well on your way. I really think that all your work so far is fabulous. I'm going to actually go now and find, find the horror movie that I saw that you're in. I'm going to go find it so I can watch it, uh, the thriller movie. Um, everybody follow Jeremy on Twitter. And when you have your web series all set and it's ready to come out, let us know. We'll bring you back. Maybe we'll do a cast show or something, bring everybody on to promote it. It would be a lot of fun. We want to thank you for coming on the TV star show. You're fabulous. And yes, we really awesome, enjoyed man. it. Thank you. See you in LA. I hope. Yeah, Bye. definitely. Bye. Bye. I'm saying goodbye to your mom. Bye, mom. Bye, mom. Bye, crazy. Bye, Jill. Bye, Dad. <laughs> Bye, Jeremy. Thank you. So oh, right. oh, I what love him. He's sweet so sweet. Kid. He's a sweet He's kid. like, if I was living out in L.A., I would want him Hang to have like, yeah, I'd be like, let's go get coffee. Let's go right. to the you know, bars. Get no, some he's drinks. a sweet kid. I hope Hollywood doesn't spoil him. No. Well, no. you know, what in our business, the rat bastards you have to meet and put that up with. That movie came out in 2010, though. 11. 2011. So that was five years ago. And he's, he's done like a, a couple good projects every year. As well. And he's writing cool. his own stuff. He's smart. He's That's smart. what I need to start doing. But I'm not a well, very he, good he, writer. He, so a, I need someone an, to collaborate with me. He's an excellent character actor. Yeah. And he's going to be a very important character actor as time goes on. I could see it already. There's a glow about him. He's got a very big aura. He's got a, a very successful aura. And his look is very important now in film. That's what everybody I need to do. So. I need to go to character. I need to become a character. Everybody actor. goes see. Everybody goes see. Yourself. Everybody look up Dirty Girl on Netflix. We gotta go because we're running out of time. Oh. Chad, how much time do we have? Oh no, it's time to go. Wait, I gotta say something. We're not gonna see you next week. Remember, next Wednesday it's a repeat because we're in California. Oh, they're flying, yeah. And and we will be interviewing people out there. Hopefully, I can get some celebrity friends of mine to do a ten minute interview that we could show you when we get back. Yes, everybody, and uh, thanks for tuning in. And we want to thank David Martinez and Jeremy Dozier and NYC Second Chance Rescue It's a new organization that I'm promoting. Everybody, no thanks. We don't have time. Everybody, we don't have time. Thanks. We love you. You can hear us on W4CY Radio with Chad, everybody, and all the rest of them you know. Check out our I website, JimmyStarShow.com, and you can check them all out. Sorry we ran out of time, but we had a blast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Bye. Bye. Two weeks. You need, you need Jimmy Star. Jimmy Star. One day I was walking down the street. My mate come up to me and said, Hey mate, wanna go to a party? Party, 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 party. I'm like, what are you talking about, love? I ain't got no gums. I need some nice gums. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.